Good evening. How are we doing? How are we doing? Hope that we are well. Hope that we are well this Sunday evening. My makeshift stand. There we go. Sorry, I'm a few minutes late. Um, you might have just seen my post a second ago um, with Lisa's endless amounts of printing. When I cancelled about three jobs and it just continuously kept <laughs> kept printing. So I'm sorry, babe, but I have cancelled your printing. Um, so yeah, um, welcome to episode two of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. So last week you will have seen that I interviewed Adam Boker, leader and um, entrepreneur and leader of a charity in Australia. And today I am excited to bring you uh, Neil Sinclair. So Neil Sinclair is the author of a book called, or a book, a series of books called Commando Dad. And I won't say too much because I'll let him talk about that. But I am super excited to be sharing um, him and his story with you. And the main reason I'm doing all of this is about um, sharing. I'm I'm curious. I'm nosy. I like human beings and. Um, I like to know more about what makes people tick and I like to know about what inspires people. So I thought rather than me just asking those questions in private, why don't I do that in public and allow you all to benefit from the answers? So that's what I'm doing. Episode two, learning as I'm going. Um, and tonight I'm bringing you Neil Sinclair. I can't believe it. I read this, uh, this chap's book five years ago and I've been super inspired. So really happy um, to bring this to you tonight. Hey, Bethan. Hello to you guys that are on. If you can, um, anyone that's watching, please do um, share this. Like, if there are parents um, or, or that um, are waiting for the summer holidays to come up and they're a little bit of dread, um, this man is going to give you some inspiration about um, what to do through, throughout the summer, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, just share this. All my wise sisters, share this with your husbands. Um, and yeah, this is all for you guys. Neil's ready to come on. I'm going to bring him on. Here we go. Waiting patiently. He's adding. happening but if you're here and you're watching drop me a comment let me know you're watching this depends indeed there he is hey <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that good evening how are you i'm very i'm well i'm better now that i'm actually uh on the screen with you mate so uh happy amazing good <laughs> in a commando dad attire i see Absolutely, got to represent, mate. You know what I mean. Take every opportunity to uh, to spread the word. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, it is my pleasure to have you on tonight, Neil. It's my pleasure to join you, mate. Absolutely, yeah. I'm really Thank you. next. Uh, you know, the next um, forty-five minutes or so, we're having a really good chat. Amazing. So, would you please do the honour of introducing yourself and just explaining a little bit about your story and your history? Um, with with the guys that watch him, yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, uh, my name is Neil Sinclair, and um, I'm the author of the Commander Dad book of um, series of books. So um, it was basic training followed uh, by raw recruits, 
And then that one there, that's, um, that's my most recent one, which is uh, Mission Adventure, um, which is about getting, um, getting out and about with your children, not just sending them out there on their own, but actually going out yeah. and, um, and being with them and making memories together. Because I think that's a really, really important thing for, uh, you know, for us as commando dads and, and commando parents to make memories. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so my, uh, my background is um, I'm an ex-commando. I sometimes get asked with, um, with the book called Commando Dad, was I commando? And, um, and I would, my answer is I'm neither brave enough nor stupid enough to call a book Commando Dad if I hadn't actually served as a commando. I don't think I would have lasted very long. Um, so, yeah, I served <laughs> six years in the Royal Engineers um, with their five-line independent commando squadron, um, did some operational tours, yeah. um, you know, did a, did a few exciting things. And, um, and then, yeah, the, left the army, went to university, um, studied to be a PE teacher, uh, did that for a while, and then met the, um, met the biggest inspiration of my life to, to that point, which was my wife. And we got married and moved to New York, um, security officer of the U.S. Oh, wow. Um, for three years, this is Jeremy Greenstock, and then and then the children came along, and then the adventures really amazing. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I yeah, could absolutely. go on, but um, I, the forty-five minutes it will probably take that long to uh, to bring me up to the point where I'm sitting in front of you now. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, and honestly, I, I could ask you a million and one questions, but I I shall try and keep focus too. And I guess what is it then that really inspired you to embark on the Commando Dad series? Well, I think the um, the honest answer is fear and ignorance, because um, when I uh, when I, I actually could have I did a lot of studying with um, uh, with regard to pregnancy and childbirth. So I could have actually mm. done my own my first my first baby. I probably could have delivered him myself. And then yeah. me and my wife <laughs> the baby home. He was um, about 48, 48 hours into his journey. And um, we stood at the door and I looked at my wife and went, what do we do now? And uh, she looked over at me and, and said, I have no idea. And the stalk of knowledge that you expect to visit you um, kind of must have bypassed us. Uh, Absolutely. We lived in the States and we were on our own. And uh, we mm. didn't really have any friends who, uh, who had, had had children at that point. So we really were um, just going from moment to moment, trying to work out what to do with this screamer. We had a screamer. For <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, and my first one was a screamer. Yeah, and it was a really challenging time, and um, and and I and I went out and looked for looked for um, you know some sort of like help within within a book you know like uh, some sort of book, and uh, I couldn't find anything. And um, at that point, I think the kernel was like the the mustard seed was sown. Then about um, at some point, I've got to I've got to make a basic training manual for this because this is really 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 tough. And that was the, the inspiration. Not really having any information once the baby yeah. around, and um, and that's where the kernel of an idea came from, really, for the Commander Dad series. That's amazing. So let, let's take it from there's inspiration. You're you're kind of busy, and you've got newborn child to contend with. What actually uh, motivated? Did you turn that idea into into reality? Well, it took a while actually because um, I, um, I I was I, we were both working while we were in the states, and my and my wife was actually only not pregnant for 12 weeks when she was pregnant again with our second son. Um, so that was, um, I got a slap on the back of the head for that one. That was, uh, that was pretty, pretty swift. <laughs> and, um, and then once, uh, once the two children came along, uh, we had a newborn one-year-old. And, uh, and it was going to be, it, it started to become open. You know, we were aware that living in New York and being away from family was going to be quite a challenge. So we decided to come mm. um, from the States and back to the, uh, back to the UK. And um, me and my wife, we, we kind of made a pact and we said that one of 
playing home with the children, the other one would go out to work. So we uh, we jumped on a plane, mm. two little boys, and, and we returned to no jobs, um, nowhere to live, uh, no money, um, no house, um, wow. and pretty much uh, pretty much nothing. And from that, we um, we we eventually managed to um, get a place in London. And my wife uh, went out to mm. work. She started her own little business, a little PR agency, and um, and I. Yeah. I became. That's when, at that point, I became the stay-at-home dad, which I, which I am today, 16 years in, and um, and it was a, and it was a real, it was a big challenge. I mean, it was, um, you know, going from yeah. um, being an ex, being an ex-commando to, um, you know, to a P teacher, uh, and then going yeah. from that to a, a security officer of the United Nations, and then being a stay-at-home dad to two little boys, um, who were phenomenally demanding. <laughs> <laughs> so how did your kind of career up until that point prepare you for any of like fatherhood well i think the um i think the key one for me was my military background and um and the when you're in the forces it's very process orientated they call sops mm. and you'll probably see you yeah, yeah. in the book we uh, might talk about um and that means standard operating procedure for uh, people who haven't got any military background and it is um and, and it's um and i think that really stood me in quite good stead really um, because I looked at the the skills that I had to do, the the, the task that I did on a on a on a regular basis, like nine, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times a day, mm-hmm. changing nappies, for instance. Um, I I turned it into an SOP, and um, and that was and I kind of did that for everything. It was and it was real. It was a real process orientated thing, and it wasn't. It didn't make. Yeah. As a lot of people say, does that kind of take the, you know, does it kind of, you know, remove the fun of parenting, or because it is fun sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. like absolutely not. What it what it what it did for me was it gave me um, it gave me like I got up in the morning and I kind of had that routine set up. They call it they call it a daily orders in the army and weekly mm-hmm. orders. Mm-hmm. And I had my set of daily orders in my head. You know what I mean? It was like right, okay, they yeah. this time, and they you know like and then there was kind of like a set process throughout the day, and and that kind of really worked for me. Um, yeah, I am process orientated. And that's yeah. like what I tried. That was one of the main focuses of the um, of the Command Dad series of books. It's about being um, practical, and it's about looking at a particular task that you need to do, and finding out like right, you need to do this, 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 and this. But it's also it's got that flexibility of there isn't uh, there isn't one yeah. answer for uh, for parenting. You know what I mean? What something that works today might not work tomorrow. Something that works for your first child yeah. won't work for your second, third, or fourth. Do you know what I mean? So it's allowing you yeah. to have a starting point, but then to grow and you know from that and be flexible within that as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I think if I can reflect on, you know, my my eldest is uh, five and a half, so I came across the original Commando Dad before he was born, and right. um, I don't have it with me because, like, you know, I learned I'm a graduate of Commando Dad, and I that one yeah yeah. i'm a graduate of that book and and i've passed that on to uh, one of my friends because it's only right that you do so and um yeah i think that book for me was just like you said it was the first real thing that i'd really found that was it was appealing for me as a as a as a dad um that and and something i could relate to just out of interest um and it put it in a language that i um I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed reading yeah. the book. 
um and at, at times i forgot i was preparing myself for fatherhood <laughs> you know i was I was, in, yeah. I was enjoying what it was there and i think you know very similar to you i do have a need for a bit of a structure in in, in my life and, and i think that was what was great it gave me this sense of this is the operating yeah. world that you're you know you'll be you'll be in it doesn't tell you specifically you know do this do that you know you because like you said each child will be different but it definitely gave me a sense of confidence just to to roll with it and you know um so tell the guys that are are watching it and listening and those that will catch up on replay tell them a little bit about um who commando dad series is for and, and and you know the the concept that you've created well i think the um for me the um the concept of um of Commando, who it's for, it's for anyone, it's for any parent. I mean, yeah. a lot of people say, is it just for dads? And it's not just for dads, you know what I mean? It's not. Um, yeah. It's um, it's called Commando Dad because I was, a, I mean, it's as simple as I was a commando and then I became a dad. And it just, it just, Absolutely. you know what I mean? And I think it works, um, you know, on a, on a simple level. I, I, I I like to keep things as quite um, as simple as possible because that's just that's just the way my I think my brain is wired quite simply and it worked for me. Um, so, but it's not, and that's not to dumb it down. But I think because it is for I try to make it accessible to anyone. Um, yeah. So, um, so I, in, you know, in the in the book, I just really talk about um, you and you know, like your dad and you know you as a dad and a, your partner or do you know what I mean? So it really is inclusive. It's, yeah. Anyone can pick it up. Yeah. And, and anyone can make use of the information. And I think one of the reasons that it's been quite successful is um, it's not prescriptive. You know what I mean? I don't say, because mm. a lot of books I, I came across, they, they seem to be telling me that if I'm not doing it this way, then I'm, I'm doing it wrong. And, and for, yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, um, that's kind of like a red rag to a bull. And it's like, yes. okay, well, you think I'm doing it wrong, do you? So this because yeah you know and it's not <clears throat> I, found, I, I found that quite challenging so for me um i don't want to tell people i want to advise people mm. this is what I, this yeah. me. And, and, and sorry yeah and, and i'm into all the kind of mindset thing and mm. um you know i'm sure she won't mind me sharing but my wife you know, we, we consumed some content before preparing yourself to be a, to be a parent. And and then when things don't go the way you want them to go uh, or the way that you think society should, you know, go, and there just came a whole sense of guilt, frustration, yeah. you know, Absolutely. self-loathing around, oh, I, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. You think, wow, if only there was just this kind of, it'll be, you know, do things your way, you know. Yeah. Um, happy mum, happy child, and all that sort of talk, rather than, yeah. you know, you must do it this way, this is best, and that, yeah, that that, that just, yeah, the message that you're providing right now is, is absolutely right on key. I mean, I think for me, um, you know, picking up on what you were just saying there, Ryan, is that um, you're absolutely right, you, you know, there, there is a real sense of, um, of, of guilt, you know what I mean, around, mm. around parents, mm. and about... You know about the um, you know like and but all that all that for me what I say is um, guilt is the most useless feeling in the world. Do you know what I mean? It has it serves no purpose yeah. other than to make you feel useless and rubbish and all that. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. There's it's it serves. I mean for me, um, what I say to um, you know yeah, to new parents is just kind of just as much as possible just put that on the back burner one of the one of the things one of the key thing messages i wanted to, i was thinking about what we were going to talk about today one of the key messages i try and get over to my three, three children came from um 
a guy called Wayne Dyer, I, I used to, uh, I, I listen to quite a lot. And he said, yeah, be independent of the good opinion of other people. And that for yeah. me, he is a key thing that I'm trying to really instill in my kids. And I think yeah. The way that social media is now, we've got, I've got, I've got a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, and an 11-year-old. And they are, yeah. they, you know, they, they're obviously aware of all of the things with regards to social media and all that. But, and the reason mm. I mention that is because it, there's also a lot, of, a lot about being a new parent and, um, and the pressure you put on yourself to try and be the perfect parent. You know what? Yeah. Your child, your baby, doesn't care what that person, if you're walking down and you're not particularly, you're, you're, your baby is not in the most fashionable baby carrier, they don't care. <laughs> yeah. As long as they're close yeah. to you, they can feel your heartbeat, they can see your face, and they're being yeah. looked after and comfortable. Isn't that the yeah. most important thing? And you know what I mean? This is it. The, like, and you the, are speaking the, the right to my heart walk, right now. The people who are walking past you, who you, you should not care what they think. Absolutely not, one hundred percent. Because who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you. For me, I call it my unit, my family unit. And as long as, yeah, as long as I'm doing my the best for you know when my children were babies, now they're fifteen, fourteen, or fifteen, sixteen. As long as I'm doing the best, what everyone else thinks is irrelevant. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That that I will always do the best for my family and my unit, and that so, that's my like, mindset. Can I, if I can get one thing to people. It's independent of the good opinion of others just be happy that you're you know you're loving and you're caring for your kids because that's kind of kind of great do you know what i mean so yeah so so that is exactly a message that plays right to my heart and it, it's something that i'm passionate and i uh passionate about and it's about confidence and all that thing be, being an inner game not based on the opinions and the external factors <laughs> around yeah what you have or what you've got and i how do you enable so, so i suffer wobbles and you know sometimes i can be prone and guilty to um overthinking the opinions of other people yeah how do you live with such conviction on that do you ever have wobbles and is there something uh -huh. that you do that can you know, you know what absolutely 100 percent. of course i mean i you know it's like I, if i if i uh, if i sat here now and talked to yourself and um and hopefully the legions of people who are listening in. Um, yeah. If I said that I never had a wobble, that would just be, you know, I would be, be totally disingenuous. And that, that's not yeah. true. You know what I mean? Because I think being human means being, um, you know, having wobbles. Uh, because I'm, yeah. not, I'm not superhuman. And um, I think one of the other um, key things that I talk about with regard to being a commando dad and being a, being a parent is um, the, you know, the act, the, the, it's critical to have a support, like a backup, a support network of individuals. Yeah. Whether, whether I mean, I'm very fortunate that I've got a fantastically loving wife who I adore, and she's my she's my backup. You know what I mean? And if ever I'm if ever I'm having a wobble, um, she's there and she's there to been prop me up sometimes. And because I sometimes yeah. I, I need propping up. And um, but I think one of the things is for me is it's not a weakness in me that I have a wobble. What yes, the, the, what empowers me is that I'm. I have the ability to go, you know what? I'm not feeling 100% and I need a bit of help. Mm. I need a bit of support. Yeah. And one of the things, I mean, because I, I try and put a tweet out every day, we, um, you know, to a little bit of an inspirational or, um, you know, um, yeah. help new parents or expectant parents. And one of the things I say, I talk about the SAS a lot because I've got friends who are in the SAS. They don't do it on mm. their own. Do you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, you know, they're, yeah. format, they're phenomenally successful at what they do. 
but they don't do it alone. And sometimes mm. they have wobbles and they need, they need to call, up, call in backup. Do you know what I mean? And if, if, if the SAS need backup, then you as a, a new parent who've got no experience and haven't had the phenomenal training that all of these guys have had, yeah. if you haven't had that, then what, what, why would it be a weakness that you have to ask for help? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think for me, that's one of the key uh, things is yeah, that's, being that's brave message. enough to say, I'm struggling here or I've got a question or, do you know what I mean? And say, I need, I need some mm. help. You know what I mean? Mm. That's amazing. So before I move on to asking you some questions about this beauty, um, yeah. the, the first the first book, who is it for and why should people pick it up? Um, I think the first book is for um, for me. Um, it's the I say report to the stores. As soon as the, if you find out you're going to be a dad report, you know, like get to the stores um, because um, the knowledge that you get, the, the knowledge that I wish that I'd had when I was a first time dad mm. is in the pages of commanded I basic training and also pocket commando dad absolutely now this one the um prince william used the uh, basic training and andy murray used um, pocket commando dad because when he was in um when he was preparing for being a first-time dad he was in yeah. australia the, the other the the, uh, the the other one was a bit big for his pocket, so he took this one <laughs> and um and that's um not to 12 months so it's the first that's 12 amazing. months to be in um being a dad and then the, obviously the big one from not to three years so it's uh yeah. you know just get there and, and like just flipping preparation and planning prevents poor parental performance now that's a bit of a mouthful, this is it, right but it's uh, this is it. it's getting it's, it's about getting squared away up to speed and squared away yeah. the one that you might recognize yeah absolutely so let's, yes absolutely so just let's, let's just hang on let me just pause on the names that you've just dropped there right <laughs> you just name dropped you know um is it Prince William, Prince William and Andrew Murray? Yeah. So you, you've gone from creating this concept and you've gone from writing this incredible book and then all of a sudden you've got Royals and world number one tennis players. Reviewed. <laughs> How did that feel? Oh, my God. I mean, you know, you know what the great... It's, it's, it feels fantastic. I mean, it really, really does. Um, but you know what? Um, it feels fantastic when I get a, an Instagram post from a guy called... Um, called um, uh, Jeremy on the um, thing I got on yeah. days ago saying um, somebody bought me Pocket Commando Dad and he went and before that I was really really nervous about bringing you know like uh, yeah. maybe coming along I went and now I'm still quite nervous but I'm, I'm, I'm also excited you know what I mean and it's because I've been reading this book and, and it's like and for me yes it was fantastic finding out that Andy Murray and, um, and Benedict Cumberbatch as well that's another name but um, oh. you know so <laughs> have, um, have used my book but I get the same sense of pride when I get a message from anybody anybody who's going to be a new dad or an expectant dad or someone is saying that they they, they, they were genuinely scared and apprehensive but now they're excited yeah. well apprehensive but excited yeah. as well because of the information that yeah. um, I put in the book um, that's brilliant and that's really and it always just feels feels fantastic and you know what I mean and I'm and I'm hoping that um the next the next the next one I want in my ranks is um is Prince Harry so I'm where I'm going to be working yeah now. so if, yeah if he wants to join absolutely the point, that would be maybe <laughs> maybe William's got a hand-me-down book that he can give him yeah maybe so maybe so well thumbed I hope as well <laughs> absolutely absolutely so let's talk a little bit about this one now, this one oh, yeah. has been Adventure. an absolute godsend. Ab Who's this one aimed it's, at? Uh, you know what? For me, uh, Mission Adventure was, um, it was just, it, I, 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 I loved writing that book uh, because it really gave me the opportunity 
um, to really relive um, a lot of the a lot of the adventures I had with my mm. mom and dad. I, I've got three brothers. Yeah. I'm a twin, and um, and the adventures that we had. It was a real wander down memory lane. Uh, right in that, yeah, part, you know, because we. You know, we um, we didn't have any money. We were skint, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we what we had in um, what we what we lacked in money, we made up for in imagination and you know what I mean and improvisation and just going on, mm. going on. I mean, like going to the beach with my mom and dad or um, or wherever. Yeah. And we we may get an ice cream if my mom and dad have got a few flipping coins available. But if not, it didn't matter. <laughs> and and yeah. the, the, but just the. The memories of being, um, you know, there, and I think that's one of the things for me. I mean, I, you know, when with Commander Admission Adventure, I mean, it's just that's that, that's where my head is all the time. I mean, I, mm. you know, yeah. kids have been growing up. It's like, right, kids, come on, let's, you know, it's it's not like it's raining outside, it's snowing, it doesn't matter. Let's just go out and make some memories, and um, and you know, sometimes they didn't want to go, and then like, yeah, like, you go in, come on. Um, not... we, we've got your li we've got your little brother John watching. Jonathan, what's up? What Jonathan? What's that? My brother? He's on. He's Jonathan watching. Where? Hey, nice hey. to see you, brother. I know. <laughs> I, I, I I put it on. I, I shared it with my uh, my my friends. So it's uh, oh, I, be I better not tell any stories about him then if he's on. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. But he was, so, but you yeah. know. I, I grew up in the 90s and, um, you know, there was a bit of a different time back then. And I think if I was to write this book, my childhood would have consisted of jumpers for goalposts, right, you know, riding my bike on my rollerblades, building ramps uh, and going down um, probably the brook or something like that and trying to build a bridge over it. But I tell you what, when it comes to being a parent and you're trying to find ideas, yeah, it's um, you, you seem to forget all that sort of stuff. And I, I tell you. I think about a year and a half ago, I was fortunate enough to go on an away day with, or away week residential trip with the Prince's Trust. So a group of uh, young people trying to get back into employment, education or training. And um, yeah, we did all that kind of um, raft building and, you know, all that outdoor pursuit stuff. And it really, uh, you know, that along with this really inspired me to come home and make more of an effort to get outdoors with my, my little one at the time. And so we opened this book up and we I'll tell you some of the things that we did shall we oh, just so that you so that you know how you've inspired my family so we did um we did the mini beast hunt love that one so we went love look we did a list for the mini beast mini beast safari we um we set up a camp in the woods and the, you bear in mind i am this was well out of my comfort zone let alone here so <laughs> um we were at the beach yesterday and we found some rocks for skimmers Skimming stones, absolutely. And my dad was a yeah, on holiday. Yeah, it, it took it to what it took me back to my childhood. Actually, just being on the beach, getting some rocks for skimmers is the it's probably the simplest thing in life you could do, but it's just so much fun. Ah. And um, when we're on holiday, I got my little boy to read the map. You know, a bit of oh, map reading, brilliant. orienteering from your book. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, but the last one. I, I do have a bone to pick with you. Yeah, you do. Uh, then. So, <laughs> your your activity, mini cheddars. Yeah. Mini cheddars. So, for those of you that aren't in possession of this book yet, because you, you are inspired to go get that, there is a game within it called Mini Cheddars, which if you spot a yellow mini, 
everyone in the car shouts mini cheddars. Now, that's all well and good. Like, <laughs> that's all well and good on a journey to keep them entertained. But when I'm going to work and I can't not see mini cheddars, <laughs> yeah. I can't not play mini cheddars on my own. You find, you find yourself shouting it in the car when you're on your own. Like, oh, this is it. <laughs> I, I know. I can't not see it. There we go. We've already got, we've already inspired Tom Benison to go and buy Commando at Mission Adventure. Wow. Fantastic. That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. In, amazing. So tell me a little bit about this story then. And uh, what are some of your favorite things to do within here? Um, well, I think the, um, you know, the idea of, I've, you know, the, the, Basic training and, and uh, pocket commando dad. They were they were really for like the new you know the parents. Um, there is there is raw recruits as well actually, which is pregnancy and childbirth. Uh, yeah. Another 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 great book that I I thought was really important about the you know the missions that you find yourself on when you find out you're going to be a dad. Two hundred yeah yeah days you know so anyway that's another one. But going back to to uh, mission adventure, it's really the one that um, you know I'm. You know, I'm passionate about um, getting kids out in the in nature. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of research that's been. I mean, I, I wanted to. I've, been, I've wanted to write this book for such a long time. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been a good few years that I've wanted to. Uh, you know, but it's like anything. It needs. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, you talk about your mindset and stuff, and I and I'm and I'm a real believer that things happen when they're when they're ready. You know what I mean? When everything, mm. you know, yeah. kind of the ducks kind of line themselves up. And um, and I think the the ducks kind of had to line themselves up um, to you know to enable me to, to write this book at the so you know and release it at the right time. And um, and the yeah. reason I mention that is because um, there was you know there was um, I think there was a show last week. I don't, I don't know whether you watched it. So what I guess it Chris Van Tullican, he's doing quite a few shows at the moment on um, on on BBC, and it's about yeah. the number of young people that are on um, antidepressants. And, wow. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. There's about 50, there's about fifty thousand um, children um, wow. on antidepressants, and, one of the, and the reason I mention that is because one of the one of the he would he wants to get these kids off these antidepressants, and one of the methods that they um, that they use, especially in the states, it's called it's called wilderness therapy, and basically yeah. it's getting the kids in the woods, and getting the kids in the woods, Absolutely. making yeah. and making Absolutely. and. You know what I mean, and making dens, putting a swing up, and all of those things. Basically, all of the things that I've got in my book, you know, that I've been. Yeah, yeah. And the the, re and the reason I mention that is because I feel the happiest um, when I'm in when I'm out and in nature. And why would you not? Yeah. Because yeah. you look around yeah. you, and you you've got you know what what's to distract you? You've got beautiful trees. You've got the sound of the bird. Yeah. You've got the leaves crunching under your feet. You've got, you know, yeah. and I think as well also when the people that you're with, um, it gives you an opportunity to really connect. You know what I mean? If you're walking and you're walking in yeah. the direction, that's a really, that's a, that's a really important thing. You know what I mean? You walk, yeah. you can, you can, somebody can be standing by your shoulder and you could be walking through the woods to, you know, to do whatever and make it, make, you know, make a den or whatever. And, and that's, a really and that's the thing I think, thing. With, I think with kind of like modern day, you know, and, and so much can pass you by, you know, phones and thinking about what to yeah. do next. And, you know, and both my wife and I are trying to look at managing businesses through, you know, social media yeah. and the use of phones. And, you know, and it, it, life can pass you by, you know, right behind yeah. that phone if you don't stop and realise. No, and, yeah. you know, I think. And I think for me, I think you're absolutely right. I think, and I think there is, 
there is a place for these things. Do you know what I mean? They are really, yeah. they're really important. Yeah. I mean, if I could, um, I was talking to my wife today. We went, we went out for a run together. A bit hot, actually. Um, but yeah. we, went out, we went out for a run together. And, um, and I was saying to her, if I could um, live without a phone, I, I would love to. But having two yeah. teenage boys, um, for me, <laughs> is, uh, it's a method of, of, um, of comfort for me and my wife to know that mm. when they're out with their friends, if they need mm. they can mm. get in touch with us. Or if they need to call for help, they can call yeah. help. Um, so they are, you know, they have their place. They have their place, and they have them, and they and they can be really, you know, they can be fantastic. I mean, some of the, a lot of the, um, I think it's a, a national trust. I think has this one where you can, you know, the uh, QR codes. You can go on a, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can you can go on a woodland walk, and uh, yeah. at, each, at each different stand, you can scan the QR code, and then like a sprite on your phone will come up, mm. and it will explain mm. something about the woods and where you are. And, yeah. and then say, right, the next thing, you, the next place you need to go to is here. So they really, really can be a fantastic uh, tool, but you've got to be, so, you've got to, mod, you've got to be mindful of. Um, I mean, today, yeah. for instance, and I saw, I was just um, driving to uh, so and so, and I was driving past the park, and I saw these kids. There was one child behind and one child in front on their bikes, and the dad was in the middle on his phone, you know. And <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm saying that maybe he was doing something important. But yeah. for me, um, one of the key things for Commando Dad is um, the most engaging thing that you have at your disposal is your undivided attention. Yeah, um, absolutely. If you, can, if you can put that phone away and put it in air, airplane mode so you're not going to get any notifications or this, that, and the other, um, mm. and then just really devote whatever time you've got. Maybe you don't live with your kids. Maybe you only see them on a couple of few hours a, a week. Maybe you're fortunate like me and, we, and I can see my children every day. But even, the, even with my children, I try and carve out some like, time with them, um, mm. whether they like it or not. Time with them, whether it's not, <laughs> being, not being interrupted by you know, that, that, that. updating my status on, um, on social yeah. media. And that's important. I think if you do it when they're young, then, and you, you continue to put that into your, your, you know, your parenting, for me anyway, this is what I'm yeah. They're more, they're more likely to um, come to you with an issue or a problem because the lines of communication have always been left open. And that's yeah. It. So one they question. Talk to you about something, but they might. Yeah. Mean, and it's all, one question I've got. Yeah. One question I've got is about. Um, so you are absolutely all about getting outdoors and disconnecting, and and, but when your kids go to school and all their friends have got this technology and they want to do these things. And how do you, how do you kind of, how do you keep inspiring your children to get outside and not be consumed by, you know, technology and consoles and, and, and phones? How, how do you, how do you balance that? How do you keep that inspiration going for them? Well, I think the thing for me is we give, um, yeah, it's, um, it, you know, I, I basically once your kids are in their teens, um, you know, you're the t the time for you to be able to say, right, come on, we're going out now. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of it's kind of at an end because the thing is, if you um, you know, it's uh, if you if you kind of dictate that they're going to come with you on a walk, um, yeah, they won't enjoy it. And you know what? The thing is, a teenager doesn't need to do or say anything, and they can suck the joy out of any any, any experience that you that you're trying to make. <laughs> As you know, this is going to be like 
Walt Disney, their birds are going to be alighting on our finger, makes no difference. If they don't want yeah. to experience that, they won't. Yeah. And they'll also yeah. be sure that you don't either. And um, so that's um, so. But for me, what I do is I'm very, very lucky. I've got a, I've got my my 11 year old daughter is um, she's still so so physically active. It's fantastic. I mean, me and her last week went to go ape at Canuck, and we were amazing. Oh my goodness! Like three hours on this um, on this high rope course with yeah um, the longest um, zip lines that I've ever seen. They were amazing. Um, amazing. And I and I and I said to my boys i went guys you're more than welcome to come along absolutely and so i think what the, the point i'm trying to make is i yeah. offer them the opportunity to come and absolutely i'd love you to come you know what i mean it would be fantastically amazing i went but if you're not going to enjoy it um i'm not going to make you come you know what i mean so i think yeah um, i think it's always for me it's um it's giving them the opportunity it's saying to them yeah guys you can come you can come i would love and you know what sometimes they actually go, yeah, actually, that sounds really cool. And they come along. And because you've given them the choice and they've made, yes. they've made the decision themselves, then that makes for some really great memories, you know, for me anyway. That's great advice. He thinks That's great advice. Give the, you know, to give them the option uh, and don't, 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 force, don't force a teenager to come along and have some fun. It won't happen. <laughs> yeah. So, is, so what is next for you then is there anything lined up is there an idea that you're working on in the background for commando dad well i think the um the the big thing for me what i um you know on the um you know working on uh, the mission adventure side of things is um because i'm actually a qualified yeah. teacher I'm, a, I'm actually a qualified PE teacher uh, which i love to yeah. do i love spending time with children um you know yeah child minder for three years um looking after. why do you think that is say again sorry why do you think that is What's that? Why I like spending time with kids because they because it yeah. gives you permission to plug into how much fun it is being a kid. Amazing. I like it, and and not and on the back of that, I'm actually uh, over the summer. Um, I'm going to train as a forest um, forest school practitioner, level oh, forest school practitioner, and um, so that's something that I would I'm really really passionate about moving forward. Yeah. Because I think um, I think one thing that I um, I pick up on. Um, over, you know, over over the years I've been a parent and being 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 a teacher is, um, I think there's a, we have issues with um, with self esteem. I think children are, are having a, a big problem with self esteem to the point where my publisher, who does my Commander Dad books, um, came out with two new books um, over the past few um, few weeks. And in some ways it's great, um, but in other ways it really quite upset me because um, they're books for children between seven and 11 and it's how to dr to deal with stress and anxiety wow yeah yeah and um, wow. for me those um you know the, the the two things should not ever be in the same sentence being no. seven between be, be, between uh, between being seven and 11 and anxiety yeah. should be two things that are absolutely they're so poles apart they shouldn't even be in the same sentence and and absolutely it's really really sad to see that, that they, um, that someone had, they thought that they, you know, they thought I've come across so many young people who need something yes. to help them deal with stress and anxiety. And they said, yeah. that's just, that's for me is just such a shame. Prevention is cure, right? Prevention is better than cure. Absolutely. So me, forest school, 
getting those kids when they're young and, and, and then working on yeah. self-esteem and saying, you know what? And, and being, you know, being comfortable with who they are. And, and it, it, got, it, it yeah. got back to the, um, the point of um, independent of the good opinion of others. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. you can get that into a child's head when they're young. They can grow yes. and they can flourish and go, you know what? I don't need a book about stress and anxiety because I'm good enough. I'm happy yep. with who I am. And, if I, and as I move forward in my, on my journey and on my path, I'm always going to be happy with who I am. And if I don't love that, I don't need any, I don't need anything from anyone else. It's in here. And I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. And that's, that's, uh, that's a message I want to give. I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> such a great message. So I've got a couple more questions for you, and then I'll let you be on your merry way. Cause I'm very, very grateful for your time. It's uh, um, book all night, mate. My pleasure. <laughs> what advice would you give to parents that are daunted by the prospect of the six week summer holiday? Okay. I would give, I'm going to give a couple of pieces of advice. Um, one is, um, you know, instead of getting daunted about it, just take a moment and close your eyes and think about what you used to enjoy doing when you were a kid. Okay. What did you mm. love to do? And, um, and you know what, when you open your eyes, just think, I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to do that. And I can, go yeah. because you're, um, you know, like um, kids are so, so perceptive and they'll pick up. If you feel joy about what you're going to, what you're doing, they'll yeah. pick up on that and they'll love it. They'll absolutely love it. I mean, that's one that's great advice. And, um, love that. a piece of advice I would give is um, don't overcommit yourself. So, and what I mean by that is, so you start on a Monday um, don't say it's uh, it's Alton Towers on Monday, uh, Drayton Manor on Tuesday, um, Water Park on Wednesday, and then it's yeah. going to be um, Zip Line World in, in Wales on a Thursday. And you know, yeah. and it's uh, so this um, the summer is a long, long time. And um, mm -hmm. and sometimes going out in the garden and doing a mini beast hunt uh, yeah. on a on a on a Wednesday afternoon, or it's wet, going you know going to the park and feeding the ducks and watching the, the you know like the splashes. Splashing in the, um, you know, splashing in the puddles with your boots on. Yeah. Go into yeah. the woods and make a, make a den. Make a den. If it's really bad outside, make a den in the house. Yeah. Do a treasure hunt in the house. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, it's all about just use your imagination and don't be daunted because, you know, give them your undivided attention. And the, and the, the rest yeah. of the gravy, mate. You know what I mean? And it's like, and the memories that you make um, are priceless for both you and for your child. And, you know, it's like... Yeah. yeah, and you'll look back. You'll look back. I mean, I love looking back to the time when I we used to stalk my mum and dad when we went to the woods, and they would be on the uh, where they would be on the main path, and we, me and my twin brother, would be stalking them. You know, not very well, but um, yeah. I, one time, my mum and dad were walking on the path, and I heard my dad go to my mum. You know what? If we if we make a run for the car now, we could probably be out of the car park before they even realise. And we heard them, and we're like, "We heard you." We heard <laughs> They were like, you know, they, they were only joking, but we, I mean, yeah. that was just, you know, we, had, yeah. they, and they ran off and we were running after them. And that's just such a magical memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the thing yeah. is, this and holiday, that... you can create those memories. You know what I mean? You really absolutely can create those memories. You know, and, and, and I, and I, I would have said this without speaking to you, like, this is going to be my manual for the summer. Um, we've already been inspired by some of the things within it already, as I've shared with you this evening, but I'm really looking forward to like, and I, and I can be as guilty as most to be, to be too consumed in my phone. And I will be making, you know, you've inspired me to make a commitment to put that away a little bit more this summer 
and actually go outside and just do some simple things, you know. I think what we might do is probably try and make a lava lamp. I think we might make a volcano, you know. The lava, just... the lava lamp's one of my favourites. Seriously, we, is it? me and my daughter did the lava lamp, and we were mesmerised by the lava lamp. And if you Amazing. do it, if you if you put the shutters down and put it and shine a torch through it, oh, yeah, it's great. It's really good. I mean, it's you the, know, I mean, I genuinely am excited about. It. I'm probably a little bit too much too excited, but it really, really is great. I love that one. <laughs> and this is, and this is why I'm speaking to you because you know, I'm super inspired to be able to you know share my experience with you and. I'm, and I'm grateful that we can share this with, with other people that are tuning in. Um, I would like to thank you, you know, massively for your time. And um, when I messaged you asking, you know, whether you would be willing to do this in the back of my mind, I was like, why, you know, <laughs> this isn't going to happen. Yeah. You know, and, and I think a message to anyone that's kind of listening is, um, you know, push through any self-doubt because I had a lot of self-doubt. The minute I put that to one side and I've tried to add value and, and um, give back in some way, amazing things like this can happen. You know, I read your book five years ago and never did I think five years later I'd be speaking to you and sharing the stories back with you. So I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. So thank you. I've got one last question. Yep. I believe in this concept of being always better than yesterday. Yeah. It's what I believe. It's what I stand for. Um what does that kind of sentence mean to you and, and how are you always better than yesterday? Well, I think the, um, I thought about that question when, um, you know, cause obviously we, you know, we had, a, we had a conversation, like an email conversation about what we we're going to chat about. And I, and I really had, yeah. had some thought and, um, and I, I like a guy um, called Brian Tracy. He's like a bit of a, a motivational type guy, you know, he's a business uh, yep. guru and things like that. And, um, and he talks about this thing. Have you ever heard of the Kaizen principle? And the yeah, the kaizen improvement, yeah, and it's um, it's a it's a Japanese business principle, and it's basically yeah. it's um, making incremental improvements, so very very yeah. tiny improvements. And I kind of thought that's the when I read that, that's the kind of thing that jumped into my head. It's that kaizen, principle. yeah, and it's that yeah. If I can be slightly better today than I was yesterday and I and I and I'm very I'm normally very just like I think you probably guess this I'm normally very specific about the things that I'm looking at um, I do a thing called the wheel of life I look at my the many strands that are in my life my my business my children my my marriage my finances and all those types of things oh there you go look at that <laughs> I developed one I developed one that, for my coaching team brilliant it is I tell you what for me that is just something I love I love it because it's, um, you know, you're trying to, you know, you're trying to make that nice wheel. And it's, um, and so I, I would pick something specific, whether it be, you know, and I, I, I'm very, I, I guess one of the things I'm very self-critical and, um, and I'm my, I am my, my harshest critic. Um, the harshest critic is me. Uh, yeah. And I, and I am very, you know, very kind of, kind of a bit too hard on myself sometimes, but it's yeah. kind of pushed me to where I am today. Um, so I, you know, I, I do try, I do, I do try to be kind to myself sometimes. And that's one of, yeah. that's one of the things that, that Kaizen principle is something I'm working on. It's, um, yeah. it's maybe I am a little bit too self-critical and, um, and I can try and be a little bit kinder to myself. So if I, another thing is delete the guy called Jack Black and he uses a thing called delete that program and it's garbage in and garbage out. So if you find yourself saying something negative about, you know, like your negative self-talk, what you do is you, 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 you like, hang on a minute, that's not very good. And then you, he said, yep. hey, delete that program. And then you replace it with something with the three Ps, positive, personal, and present tense. And that's what I yep. try and do. 
and I try and use that as a you know I could incrementally try and improve my uh, myself so if I can be better today than I was yesterday by using those little things you know what I mean it's like catch myself I'm not being very kind to myself delete that program yeah positive personal present tense and then that amazing allow me to move forward and go yeah absolutely you know what I mean I am I am good but I'm gonna be better tomorrow <laughs> absolutely Neil thank you so much for your time I love your positive energy I love the the way you know the passion in which you speak not just for your books but you know I just get this sense of um, you just got an aura around you you know you were obviously born to do things like this you were never born to keep these ideas to yourself um, and I'm just very very grateful that you've you've come live to share that with me well uh, and the rest of the people who are checking it out Thanks for, thanks for inviting me. I've had a fantastic, it's been amazing. It really, really has. And, um, you know, hopefully when I, you know, when something else, I'm work, the, one of the ideas I've got is um, commanded at the teenage years. I'm living them now. So, Ooh, yeah. so yeah. at, at yeah. some point that might be, uh, that might be on the shelves and I think that will fly off. It's like, uh, you know. Amazing. You've got to live that by experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have. That's right. I've got to live it before I can um, pass the information on. There we go. Yeah. I I look forward to that because you are a few years ahead of me. So if you can get that book nice and ready before my uh, kids hit teenagers' years, that would be greatly appreciated. Ryan, okay, <laughs> consider it a contract, mate. We'll, uh, we'll get it sorted. Amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to drop you off now. I'm going to wrap up. And I just want to thank you again so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Ryan. Have a good rest of your night. And you, my friend. Take care. Bye. Wow. Wow. What a man. What a man. God, that was amazing. Uh, do you know what? I am having so much fun doing these interview sessions. Um, that's only the second one. And yeah, th they are just so much fun. For those of you that have, that, that have joined and have checked them out, I hope that you've felt some inspiration and that there's something within that that you can take away and implement within your own sort of live parenthood. Um, I'm certainly, you know, I can't talk about this book enough. Um, um, it has been an inspiration. You know, Corey naturally wants to get out and, and do the outdoorsy stuff. You know, my mum will laugh because I didn't used to get my hands dirty as a kid. I didn't tell Neil that because I didn't want him to wanted to frown at me but <laughs> but you know that was me I'd go out in white apparently you know my mum and my nan take great pleasure in telling my family this story all the time I used to go out in white and I used to come home in white not anymore I've got this to inspire me and I've got a young boy to keep and um, you know inspire and, and brook as well so amazing I hope you've enjoyed yourself my mum's just joined in late thanks for your support mum you're only 55 minutes late but I hope that you've enjoyed the the, the session please do share it um, with people that need to see that um, and you know if you're going to check out the books if you're going to go and buy the books let me know I'd love to know that you've been inspired enough to go out and get it um, and I'm sure Neil would love to know that too so thank you so much for joining um, I look forward to next week when we've got Michael Rod um, incredible life coach from South Africa joining so this is just so much fun I hope you're having fun with me have a great week. Set yourself up for a great week, guys, and go make it happen. Lots of love.